0: Steven berries. Prayin one day, Big Red will win the Ham is the water of Ham, the water of Next
1: message before we get to Jack from Trent. You guys never cease to amaze me. What a bizarre segment. Trent, okay. you're welcome.
2: Thank you. I didn't think it was that bizarre. Was it that bizarre? Mm. All I did was make re- reference to the Polish rifle. That's Eric Piatkowski. Mm-hmm who fired off another shot on Saturday. Yes, he and it was did. pretty cool as I was sitting on the plane with my free internet. Nice. Waiting for the next playoff game to start. I said, "Oh, Eric Pikowski makes a half-court shot." I'm like, "What? Yep. What is this from like the 1994 Big 8 tournament?" Mhm. I don't remember Wait, that. Were you on the plane by that point already? Well, I was on Twitter. Oh, so it was
0: like an old
2: Yeah, an old- it was like a, it was I like I was scrolling through Twitter. Um Between games. Oh,
0: do you do the for you feed? Uh, I do both. I
2: flip back from, I go back and forth. I go back and forth. The for you feed, I like the for you feed on Twitter. Because I see things that are like tangentially connected to people I follow or subject matter that I, and I have occasionally found many interesting things from other folks that I don't follow. Mm. But that, I think it was in the for you feed. I don't remember whose video it was. It may have been like Kevin Suits at Channel Ten, but someone had video of Pike hitting the half court shot. I was like, "Well, that's kind of funny on, well, on I, this I, day."
0: I, I only ask because I was listening to your um, your broadcast of the Creighton game as I drove to the Nebraska game, and it was still in. I didn't even hear the, that it went into overtime before I got out of the car for that game. So uh, three, three, yeah, overtime, yeah. Anyway, uh, you, you you seemed unhappy with the officiating, though, <laughs> in the part that I had listened to. You know, it's you know, it's it's fun that I get to I get to come on here and we get to go back to the game that I watched. that had things to set about mm-hmm. and look back at when I sounded and looked like a psycho. Today, we turn the table. Ooh, do you have Today, a PowerPoint presentation I, for I, us? I wish I had. Uh, I wish I had. I only
2: tweeted once to- about the poor officiating.
0: Oh, well, you commented really on
1: them. It was your, yeah, your, you know, Twitter in real life, as we call it. Mm. Speaking. We, yeah,
2: actual speaking. Yeah.
0: My entire family didn't really even want to get out of the car because we were enjoying the end of that game so much. <laughs> Simply your reactions to it. So I feel like... Because really they thought they were look.
2: listening to their father.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we really have had a role reversal here today on the show. I had a nice, well, calm, normal weekend, yeah, and you had a psycho weekend. Yeah,
2: but, but remember, we are kindred spirits... Bad calls matter. And there were many bad calls that mattered on Saturday. But your team many. won
1: in the end, they John, did. so it's They okay. did. They
2: overcame said bad calls. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, they certainly That's did. Yeah, I, it, was, uh, it was quite the experience, to say the least.
1: Hey, Jack, speaking of this weekend, uh, we had some more really cold days. And, you know, you and I famously have made weather predictions over the years as two separate entities. No one stole bits from each other. We have our own ideas. Uh, do you feel comfortable in predicting that sub-zero high temps are done for this winter? Oh, don't do this. No, I,
0: I, I will say what I've said to you before. Okay. I believe that there is a non-zero chance that winter is basically over. Nice. Now, I know there are a lot of qualifiers in that statement. Yes, there were. But I believe... <laughs> That there is a chance that winter is basically over. Uh, I mean, what does that mean? It's yes. a little what bit in the mean? eye of the beholder to some degree. Mm. But I'm telling you what, Josh, as I know, and and probably John has been looking at the the forecast, the long-term forecast. I mean, we're into February and we're talking 50s at this Ooh, point, at the beginning of February. You get that snow melted, and all bets start getting off. Gotta get that snow melted, but then all bets are off. But we are due. We are due some rando 65, 68, 72 degree days in February this year. Patch a few of those together, barely anything left. So it's, it's, so it's really- basically
1: spring, says Jack Mitchell. It's basically spring.
0: Th- th- think of me as uh, the groundhog, what, 10 days early. Okay. When is Groundhog you,
2: Day? Uh, it's in February. Days? 11 days. Okay. Uh, 11 days right you percent. really do need to open this weather sports book because I would make a lot of money off of it. You, you want to take some uh, some of this oh, action? I would take this action. I mean, winter is... Just Not because done, the folks. snow disappears, even but if Matt Happer disappears, days, John. doesn't Matt, doesn't mean that snow won't come back. Is this I, something for the again. list?
1: Is I think this quantifiable? I'm with Jack. I think high temps, being sub-zero, totally done. There's no way we're gonna have a day. Get oh, the yeah. eggs. High temp is negative yes. one degree or worse. Get the eggs. I guess Famously, actually I've done question. this correctly before.
0: To answer ju- the actual question, yes, the answer is yes. I think that is done. What do I mean that winter is basically over? I mean, could we have a day with a high of 22? Maybe. That's winter. No, maybe.
2: That's winter.
0: Maybe. That's a cold but day. One, one day, sun's out. Listen, we learned this week that our bodies apparently now that we've toughened up. 20 degrees and sunny is now shorts weather for w- the way we've been acclimated now <laughs> jack i like, got to work and
1: it was 30 degrees and cloudy and i was i felt overdressed i felt very comfortable outside i said wow i'm I, already used to it
0: i got out of my car at like 5 30 this morning and my body now involuntarily like tightens up yes because you're about to feel that first bite oh. of that cold north wind and it instead was like this south warmish wind, and it hmm. was thirty, and it was like it was like getting off the plane for spring break in Miami. It was nice. unbelievable,
2: friends. What a time to be alive! I feel like a disclaimer at this point is necessary. It's over. When basically, these two, n- when these two weather nimrods, and nimrods. I've worked with both of them for extended nimrods. periods of time, listening to this crap. When these two weather nimrods can condemn us. To another frozen hell in a few weeks. Mm. Please, please do not hold this grum, this radio station... This company, because we all work for the same corporation, accountable. It is just the views and that. expressions of these two nimrods, these Look at weather that. nimrods.
1: 47 degrees, John. Look at that thing. That's that only shown. 10 days. Yeah, but then the, 10 days from now, we're in meteorological February.
0: Meteorological
2: winter has still got yeah, like but, two months
1: left. Ah, we're, screw the basically in, we're
0: basically a little ways into February at that point. You, again, you get the snow melted by then, sun comes out. The, oh my god! Just gosh. the earth starts warming upwards is basically how it works, and that changes the weather. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like I said, winter could be over, could be basically over. <laughs> this is
1: awesome. I, I'm, you know what? I'm really happy that, that Jack is here to help us get through. Oh yeah, our long national also, nightmare.
0: John, you know what the thing is? Josh and I like to cheer people up too. We like to give people. I don't like something. to give people false hope. I just it don't make matter. predictions based on it, the weather. Look, if they get a month of good living out of it, does it really matter? No. Right? If we improve their mental state for a number of weeks and they're kinder to their family and All they have to do is look
2: at the forecast. They don't need to listen to you guys prattle on about this and then make these bold, ridiculous predictions that you can't back up and have always been wrong about. How many trips around the city have you walked in your life now because of
0: your failed weather predictions? Wow. You are really not focusing on the positives of what your co hosts have done. Thank you. Really, I just. Yeah, the yeah you've done a lot of help. positive.
2: You've raised a lot of money for good causes, and for that, I, I say congratulations.
0: But the positive, at the same
2: time, you've caused this false hope. You've, 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 you've false hope. unfortunately inflated the, uh, the hopes and dreams of many people. On many sides, in many communities, and they thinking that, that their frozen hellscape was done, but John, and then it wasn't.
1: If everyone says that we're idiots and we're always wrong, how did we raise any hopes? You shouldn't be listening to us, apparently. No, we shouldn't be listening to you. Let Jack and I be happy and excited about our future being warmer than our past.
2: You two need to go just stand out in the middle of Mount Happer over there and just talk to each other about these things. Or that guy who was in the middle of the road. Or, yes, be like the guy who was walking down the middle of Dodge.
0: Josh, let me ask you this question. Since I made the bold statement that (laughs) winter may be basically done. Bold. uh... No qualifiers. very bold <laughs> statement that there is a non-zero chance winter may be basically done yeah. how close are we to the snow is done where, uh, where i know you haven't made it but yeah, where is that yeah, on we're not we're not we're not close when, to, we're not close to that what, what are we talking mid-february i think right? we're gonna
2: have snow into Fe- march this oh year. you're gonna have him talked into it by the end of the week
1: i think we're gonna have
0: snow in mid josh in, in, that's in not march. the game we play here we just talked about the game we play What's here you wait play? till march what good are you doing for anyone Wait, you want me to make an incorrect prediction?
1: I've looked at my models. I've looked I, What? At- you want me to make an
2: incorrect prediction? Josh, That's I like saying,
0: just- what? You want me to go to the bathroom? Josh, I think we just pulled the curtain back, okay? Mm. I, I need this by Valentine's. I need this on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, that, that would really be awesome. That would be a good way to get into the day. That, that
1: sounds incredible.
0: The forecast, so- if it looks right, you could do it. Let's just hold off on making any. Okay, no grand that you're predictions today, to
1: except I will say this. I will say that sub zero high temps, done. Those are, those are long gone. Done. We have made it through the worst of winter. Now we just have to deal with more snow. <laughs> there you go. Wind chills of 30 below. Done. done. Totally done.
2: Done. <laughs> <laughs> totally done. I think Amazing Good Daniel it does an amazing does job say? of pointing out pictures Jack, seeing his shadow, and then going on a rant about it rather than going back into his hole. <laughs> that's, there you go. That's. I mean, that's basically where all of this leads. Mm-hmm. Jack will go on a rant about it and then go back and not go back into his home.
1: No, you're the one who's ranting,
2: remember? Yeah, the tables. The turntables. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying not to feed our audience with false hope. It'd be like me. It'd be like me last night at about 845 saying, ah, Bass has got this. He's not gonna kick this one wide, right? <laughs> Oof.
0: Man, you knew I knew it the second. Man, it was the Bills and they're lining up. I was just like, there's just it's just a I, I bad same feeling it, about it. Yeah. I it, had a it, terrible feeling about it. I just had like Scott Norwood flashbacks yep. immediately. And, and it didn't
2: help that Jim Nan said, Wide right, not like Bills <laughs> fans haven't heard that one before. Ha ha ha. Oh man. And then they, they show
1: that that Bills fan that is crying and putting his hat oh, over God. his eyes. I felt
0: horrible for that guy. Absolutely, My stomach is sick for that guy. Okay, but can I ask a question? And this probably, you know, Ugh. the Cubs and the Red Sox were kind of the poster boy for this most of my life growing up. But, mm-hmm. like, how much do we kind of like that this... Always exists wow. and it's something to talk about wow. going into the season. Like every, it's always exciting to see the Buffaloes and the Detroits and the playoffs because, like, ooh, it might this might be a great moment for their fan base and it's not, and you're kind of glad because you can talk about it again. I
2: mean, there's a, there's some truth to that. I, I yeah on Saturday. Uh, Stibbs was very happy. I met up with Dave Sims, yeah. the voice of the Mariners. He loves Dave Sims. I was Sims. so
1: confused when he tweeted that out. I was yeah. like, who is this And the Mariners man? are kind of that
2: team, you know, right now in, in yeah, baseball. they have never won a
1: World Series. Um, They've never been to a World Series.
2: In college basketball, it's probably, oh.
1: Oh, you see, Yeah, Jack, why do you like it? You root for one of those teams. <laughs> I, I mean, listen. I think
2: that's, that's why he likes it, because he
0: likes to have common shared pain. Mm. I think people like it. Handshake I think people memes? who are not. Sometimes I say, like, how could you hate or how could you cheer against Nebraska? I think those people who do it, I think that's part of the reason why. Like, it's hard to get rid of. We enjoy, if we don't have to experience, we enjoy seeing people experience getting close to the goal and never getting it, Mm -hmm. you know, ever. And I don't even know you'd say Nebraska basketball has got close to the goal, but you know what I mean. The Bills of the world, the lions. Sorry, of the Mike world, Schaefer. The of sorry
1: about your guardians, but Jack enjoys it when you get to the very edge of the cliff and then, I mean, you know, fall off.
0: Do you not kind of? You're lying. John <laughs> <Well, Sean> does. <laughs>
1: well, what do you mean I do? Twenty sixteen. When you when when the, the Guardians That won. was my team that won. I know I'm saying you enjoyed it though.
2: I was heart sick that we had to play. I didn't want to play Listen, the the Indians. Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to play uh, the the Blue Jays.
0: Mm. If you have no dog in or the hunt, Rangers, don't, don't lie to don't yourself. Know. Everyone kind of enjoys continuing to have these stories go on and on. It was a little, you know. Well, the yes, and the when it's Cubs, the Dallas Cowboys, so- absolutely. The Red Sox and the Cubs got so much less interesting after they won World Series. I mean, it's true. The Red Sox are
1: way, way less interesting than they used to be. And it's not even close. I I mean, that's a solid argument. No one talks about the Cubs
0: anymore. We just I find do. the Cubs annoying. I'm wearing their Go hat. Go away, Cubs. You already won. Who you, cares? You only get one moment of like all of that excitement, and then it's all over, and it's all done. And but instead, I am
2: can... more than happy to I have know, ditched have that in, in exchange for the beautiful World Series that we won. Now, a good, and we'll maybe win a good again question. soon if we ever make any moves in the offseason.
0: No, a good question for me is I kind of like the Lions, and I've been, you know, if they would get in the Super Bowl against especially the Chiefs, Am I really cheering for the Chiefs over the Lions? Eh, I don't think so. But on the other hand, like. Uh-oh, Jack's disrespecting I'll take, the Chiefs. Don't I'll disrespect take, them. I'll take whatever result I get.
2: Okay.
1: Don't respect, disrespect who? The Chiefs. What do you mean don't disrespect who? The one team that we're not
0: allowed to disrespect? That's right. Their fans don't, get very angry. Don't disrespect they, them. And they tell you to
1: eat poop.
2: Yeah,
0: over and over and over. What is What has happened with the Chiefs fan situation locally over the last five Stop years? Stop disrespecting. Here's what it is.
1: You mentioned, you mentioned a certain someone, John, a few minutes ago. He was right. He saw them for what they were when they were a sad sack franchise. Our dearly departed Mike Stibbs went to a Chiefs game as a 12-year-old. Grown men telling him to go F himself. Grown men. And
2: he was a child.
1: I'm Millennial Stibbs. Yeah, he was a child. <laughs> he was right. He said that they always had this in them. If they ever had success, you don't want to do this. It's like Sarlax pit. You don't want to open this up. I know. And sure enough, mm. he was right. So that's what happened. I think every fan base has this in them. But wow. Well, really but when they're, they but have when taken a taking that baton, man, they have just taken that baton.
2: But I made the observation. Denver Bronco fans were not like this in the 90s.
1: Yeah. When they won two Super Bowls. They weren't. Hmm. Is that because it was pre-internet, though?
2: Ah, the internet probably helped. But remember, we've always been surrounded by them. Bronco fans and Chiefs fans are among the most populated okay. fan bases in this market.
0: Yeah, I have a follow-up question, John. Has there been any NFL fan base then that's had like a little mini dynasty that has been that I know you don't like the Cowboys, but was it, be, it wasn't because of their fans during the 90s, was it? It was because of their... Well, it's coke because sn- I hated them was, since I was a right, child. It was because of their coke-snorting players, right? Oh,
2: allegedly coke-snorting. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: But, like, oh. were 49ers fans annoying during their run? Not really. Or,
2: but you know uh, why? You know why it helped the 49ers? Because they have all the Nebraska guys. I oh, went for them because of Tom that was and that Roger was Craig. Hey,
0: did that you know me. they were Huskers on their nameplate? That was so cool.
2: Yeah, and I wanted to see the Giants knock that crap right off their helmets oh, and send them back to the locker that's room. That's
0: sad. That's
2: Once sad. Once they cross over to the evil side, there ain't that's no sad. turning back. Mm. That said, Roger Craig should be in the Hall how of did, Fame.
1: Hey, how did people feel about the Packers when they got good in the nineties for the first time in decades? Yeah, did People were people were annoyed were people by, annoyed by the Packers?
2: No, was only, only Vikings and Bears fans in this area. Yeah,
0: and they were Was right. anyone annoyed by any fans pre internet? I guess <laughs> is my great next question. question. Unless you lived behind enemy
1: lines, yeah, I'm guessing right. you probably hadn't very yeah. few takes about like yeah. you know.
2: That's a good point. I mean, the internet does make this a lot worse. Yeah. There's no like, question about it.
0: We can go back to Nebraska football and, like, there was a disdain for Oklahoma, but there was not Oklahoma fans necessarily. Yeah, it was Colorado right? fans, right? That was the first kind of Okay, fan Colorado disdain. fans. That's right. People yeah, had a lot fans. of stories about
1: urine bombs and slash tires.
0: Yeah.
2: Right, but but, like, but they, they were on their side of the border and we were on our side of the border. It, you it's know, just It's different it with pro sports because we don't have a pro team. Even though the Chiefs are the closest.
0: It just makes you realize right now in the social media era, it is so much about their, a team's fans being annoying than it used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you get to hear from them constantly. Right.
1: Yeah. Greg and Lincoln says, here's a hot take. And I actually disagree with him. This is not a hot take. He says, most diehard fans of an NFL team, not just an NFL fan that leans towards a team, are generally insufferable. And I would agree. <laughs> NFL fans in general, I think, are wild creatures. Then,
0: Annette. I'm the only it's the best sufferable sport. person in this room right now. In what this are you talking about? He's the only sufferable person. No, oh, NFL because football. you don't have
2: a... Wait, well, you're a Royals fan. But that's not the well, NFL. Said NFL fan. Oh, John. but I thought you were referencing just pro. That's true. No, he's just saying NFL. No, I was
0: referencing yeah. Greg's specific text that was on well, my Well, I mean... that Dad wasn't. Yeah. Text
1: from the 402 says, Patriots fans were absolutely terrible at their peak, okay. and we live nowhere near Boston.
0: That's true. That's. I think that's true. Yeah. That's fair. Right, but... Again, we worked with a Patriots fan.
2: We there weren't as many of them,
0: right? I mean, there are there is a
2: plurality of Chiefs fans in this market, Mm. not a majority. A plurality. More
0: more about Belichick and Brady, and just there was the Boston
2: mindset
1: too. You know, like that mindset did. No matter where you were from, it just seemed like all Patriots fans kind of take took that mantle like with them. Like, yeah, we're we're going to be insufferable. But how many
2: Patriots fans did you know in your life? Yeah. We worked with two. That was it. During
1: the dynasty, that we was literally it. worked with two. But I knew it that with was you it. back home. Mm. See, but I bet there's a lot more of them now than there would have been when you were growing up. Though now they're probably Chiefs fans. Because yeah. the Chiefs are good in the past. Oh, suck. are you calling them bandwagon fans? Perhaps. I'm sure that there are some of those out there. Perhaps. I'm sure there are some of those out there. Sounds Perhaps. like a lot of disrespect. Mm. Just, just the bandwagons ones. I'm disrespecting them. Just them.
2: Well, uh, I did want to ask you about Saturday because it was uh, the Polish rifle, the Polish rifle, ladies and gentlemen. Um, But all the, the the what was it officially? It wasn't called Alumni Day, right? What was it called again? Did it have a name?
0: Yeah, I don't, I can't remember. Anyway, it, I mean, Randy, they brought Randy, back a lot of the I old players. Danny
2: Knee was it. there. Yeah. Basically called Danny Knee Day because sure. that was, he was the main event. He was the one that people wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I got to say, Coach Knee, who is basically the same age as my parents, I, I, I mean, outside of the hair going completely gray, looks fantastic. Yeah. He looks great.
0: I, I think with uh I, I know you didn't even ask me anything there but I just wanted to say this about like people might not understand it's hard to understand John I think you do like the the fascination with Danny Nee. in addition to you know leading the the team to the best success they've ever seen he was just such a it was just a such a weird cultural thing to have him at Nebraska yeah when Tom Osborne yes. was Tom Osborne was there coaching football and With his New York accent and just like, I can't believe, like, there's a part of me that just can't even believe it worked as good as it did work with the whole thing. You
2: couldn't find someone more opposite Tom Osborne. Real
0: quick, because obviously a lot of
1: the stories that John has told me about Danny Nee are because of proximity that you worked with. The Husker Sports Network, and yes. so you got to hear. Yeah. Did regular fans know that he was like foul
0: mouthed yes. Okay, oh, so everyone, yes. everyone knew. Okay, uh, oh, yes. Josh, every every kid my age has a, a basketball camp story related to <laughs> that. During the, like seriously, find a find. A, I'm sure in your chat it'll happen right now. There are people who grew up in the area. If you're my age, you would have went to a or or roughly that you would have went to one of those Danny Knee basketball <laughs> camps, and so and you would have heard in. him. And he'd come in and give the speech on the day that he's supposed to. And you got like, you got elementary school and middle school kids in there. And they got, I think they got exposed to a lot during those times. Nice. Okay. Cause that's always a
1: part of the lore. Like whenever you tell me a story, John, it's always the success. Say one word in
2: particular. Is the, well, I don't even know if I can say the success is the biggest thing about him because he was such a unique personality. The success obviously allowed him to stay for a very long time. Um, But it was really part and parcel of the whole, right? The success obviously was cool, and it was great, and people enjoyed it. But then him and what he did and how he said it and how he was and and, and the rivalries that they had. I mean, he and Norm Stewart— used to butt heads every game. And
1: how much Jack and John do you think that what followed him has also raised not only the success that they had, but also his personality when you compare it
2: to what followed him? I mean, totally. yeah. I mean you talk about a flip flop, right? When you go from Bo Pellini to Mike Riley, yeah. Yep. Yeah. They transition from Danny Knee to Barry Collier <laughs> is as stark. Yeah. So because Barry is so this straight laced, you know, gentlemanly like um, it couldn't be more opposite, Danny. Nee. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, it was. Yeah, there was a lot of things, a lot of things, but it was. Yeah, I think. Ev- fun but jo-
0: everybody knew. Everybody knew, and he was doing commercials for everything, right? And he was, you know, this is Danny. The- <laughs> I love Wells. I can't even
2: do my bit. I have a whole bit, but I can't yeah, do it can't because do it's got a whole bunch of. Effort. Got a lot of. Words, I literally had to stay on the radio. I, I will never forget this. It what I think it was the night that Nebraska won its first volleyball championship. And I was working at KLIN 95. on the ra- Yes, I was working December at KLIN on the radio. I was I was producing for John Baylor. So I was back in the studio, and Nebraska was playing Northern Iowa that night. And I had our press pass. I said, oh, after this volleyball match is done, because it was played in the afternoon, after this match is done, I'll go to Devaney. I'll sit press row. It'll be great. And I went in and did the whole press conference thing. and And this kid named Jason Daisy... For Northern Iowa had this monster game and they beat Nebraska like one oh four to one oh two. Nineteen ninety five. Okay. And Danny Knee goes on this forty-five second rant about that bleep bleeper Jason Daisy and, and he wasn't mad at Jason Daisy, it was just, he was mad at the circumstances that he went off one oh nine to one oh four. That wow. he went off and had this big game, and I had that as my answering machine message. <laughs> because it was so because it's the first time I'd ever been in a press conference where a coach swore. I had never been to a press conference yeah. where a coach swore and he's doing the CS and the MF and and the and the GD and all of this. I wish I still had it. It was brilliant. I was like this is the most awesome thing ever and I had it as my answering machine message. So then the funny thing was Jason Daisy um <laughs> I can't I think it was I think it was when ten eleven called me to offer me the job for the state (laughs) tournament, I wasn't home. Guess who answered the phone? Oh no (laughs) The Danny Knee answering machine.
1: And you still got the gig though. Yes. Wow, they really wanted you.
2: Well, because everyone understood, hey it's Danny, you know? (laughs) But I was so hey, mesmerized because here I am, this twenty-four-year-old, you know, sniveling millennial. Oh, this is so much fun! I'm sitting in a press conference. He says so, the s word. Coach Nee, can I ask you a question? And you know, he's just like mf M- this and gs that. Hmm. Oh,
0: John, who cool. would have hired? Who would have hired Danny in what 85, 86? Devaney. Was it? De- <laughs> it was Devaney. <laughs> that ex- that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, Bob Devaney hired him. That's funny because I was just going to say, man, he had to come across no one during his regular day that was anything like him for the most part in that era in Lincoln, Nebraska, at the University of Nebraska, except maybe one person. That was Devaney. <laughs> that is so maybe awesome. Maybe the guy who hired him. Yeah. It was Bob Devaney. I would have loved, oh I would my have God. loved to
2: have been in on those interviews. Dude, lie
0: <laughs> on the wall in that conversation <laughs> in, what, 85, uh, yeah. whenever it happened, after Iba. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: Because you because the whole the way Mo Iba left was very shocking and abrupt. He literally handed in his resignation right after they walked off the floor after losing in the NCAA tournament. Handed his resignation to Don Bryant, the SID. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and so it, I, and I remember that. I remember because I was well. We couldn't watch the Nebraska game, as I recall, when they was it Western Kentucky. Is that who they lost to? Very first one. I think so. We couldn't watch the game because back then, not all the tournament games were on TV. And I just remember, you know, I was listening to the game, blah, blah, blah. And then on the sports cast that night, they were talking about Mo Iba
0: quitting. I was like, what? <laughs> Blew my mind been a while since you've done like a recorded audio bit but john with your impersonations of both of those guys i think you could recreate that interview and i think it would be
1: amazing just sounds like
2: popeye (laughs) it's a very good day you know i would i would love to i'd like to hear
1: danny Nee and steve peterson have a conversation
2: it's a good idea
0: yeah Uh oh my gosh there's no way I
2: would ever hire someone with such a potty mouth. <laughs> Not very professional. Bill Callahan never swore. <laughs> Mr. Rick says Danny. I swore at him, but I never he never swore at me. Uh Danny
1: Need did enjoy his time at the sidetrack back in the day.
0: Well, he was was always his. Barry's, place. yeah, I thought it was I Barry's. Don't know, but maybe, berries? Maybe both.
2: Barry's yeah. Bar and Grill. Mm. Mm. I guess I from what I'm told he did go back to Barry's when he was back in town. Oh, That's fun. what I heard. So good, good.
0: Yeah, that's good. I wish he would have said. He didn't say anything. I wish I would have liked to have heard him speak. I never heard. Oh, him. they
2: never. They didn't right. have him speak at halftime.
0: No, they. He just posed for pictures. Like went out, and posed for a picture with Pavelka with like a little plaque that they gave him. whats well, sucks. And then, and then he was out there when they introduced. They just went through the names of all the the players that were there. And no, it's. I kind of wish he would have said a little something to the crowd. He could have fired this place up. That would have been. Oh God! That yes. Been good. Yeah, I was I was a little bummed about that.
2: Listen, I don't care what comfort you're in. he's rest...
0: okay
2: See again, I can't do my yes. Danny yes. Knee without swearing. You're very it close. That's so good. I can't close. do it without swearing. That's Maybe that's my, why that's they didn't have him review. talk. Yeah, probably for the best. They counted all the children as they walked <laughs> through the
1: gate. Yeah,
0: the threshold too of children many. is too high. We the can't o- have the coach overhead on teams.
1: kids. Children to Danny Knee talking ratio. Mm. Oh,
0: it didn't matter when they went to his camp, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nope, it did not. Uh, you don't normally take calls in this segment, yeah. but Trent has a quick Danny Knee story. Hi, oh, Trent.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. Hi, Trent. How's it going? How's it going, fellas? Good. Hey. Good. So, <clears throat> I was a... Um, do you remember Kerry Cohorn that played at Tri-Center? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was a freshman when he was a senior, and my uncle worked at the airport at the time, and Danny Knee was flying through there, and so I don't know if he ever actually went to see Kerry play, but he had asked my uncle at the time what he thought of Kerry Cohorn. And my uncle still talks about it to this day. Like he was going to take some random
2: guy's advice on a high school player from, you know,
0: Iowa. And I just thought, I just think it's hilarious that you would ask somebody like, you know, like, did he go watch him play? I mean, he was really good, obviously, but I just find it hilarious that he was like, Hey, what do you think about this Kerry Cohorn kid? So, the old Danny knees stories make me laugh so I appreciate it folks have a great one thank you Trent <clears throat> <clears throat> it sounds about right Carrie ended
2: good. up playing for uh Collier right Did I have my timeline right
0: uh he i think he crossed over to both i think both yeah coaches, I think. yeah that yeah. sounds about right i think that's right
2: all right well there you go it was
0: fun. Yeah. I just felt like I needed to. I think it probably for people who weren't around for that era probably thought it was sort of the romanticism that people had for him was a little weird. I get that, and so I wanted to give a little bit more context behind it. Yeah, that I think people of the era would probably appreciate and understand. Oh, a it made more. perfect sense.
1: By the way, we got a message from someone who was at uh, Barry's the night before the game. Said that he said plenty the night before. So the stories oh, were flowing at Barry's
0: the night before. Oh, you talking about someone who needs a podcast. Danny Nee? Dude, 100%. Oh, he could 100%. discuss college basketball. Yeah. it It is still my goal sometime in some sort of format show or whatever I do is to get him on, you know, before it's too late for some kind of a long-form interview. Because it would be, uh, you know, like it would be hit after hit after hit for as long as we talked. Yeah, plus, like, it's
1: obvious that the people of your generation, you know, and I hope that Dirk Chatlin is listening to this too because obviously he is very fond of that era of Husker basketball. Um, It's obvious how much he meant to you guys. And I think people my age and younger also love the stories because he just sounds like an incredible character. So, yeah. Get him on the Jack Mitchell podcast, Jack. Bring it back. It's part of
0: it. It's it's like that whole program had an attitude that they were never able to recapture from that time.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that always stands out to me is, you know, beyond the profanities and things. It's like you look at the scores and it's just an entirely different brand of basketball. Like, Jack, was it you tweeted the video of the comeback in the Big 8 tournament last week? And I watched some of that. And it's just like, first of all, the score of the game is wild. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, look at this team. Mm -hmm. Unlike any team that I have ever gotten to watch at Nebraska.
0: And they were I watched that video too again, Josh. Um and and uh uh what's his name? Paul Jacobson, I think his name he put that yeah. he put a lot of great videos out. But I, I was like t- they were celebrating, like they were really celebrating after that, uh, which I didn't quite remember it that way. Like even to a degree, I was I was surprised as much as they were. It was a big game at the time, but yeah, it was uh but there was a there was an attitude there and it went away and I don't know if it's ever come back. I'm and that just, attitude went really all the way to the
2: back. very end. There was rumors. This was, this was towards the end of Knee's tenure. And there was talk of should Nebraska, you know, because by that point Bill Byrne was the AD. And, yeah. you know, they were talking about maybe firing him. But there were rumors towards the end of one season that, that Knee was going to be up for the Rutgers job because Rutgers had fired their coach. And he nee comes into the radio station to do his radio show, which was always a blast because he always brought beer. <laughs> but this time he brought his dog. They had just gotten a new dog. And the host, I can't remember if Rose was still doing it. I think he did. Um, asked Danny, do you have a name for the dog?
1: Oh, yeah, you've told the story?
2: <laughs> and Nii nee said, yeah, Jersey. <laughs> and, of course... Barfneck wrote about it. Chatel wrote about it. People are like, oh, I can't believe he would say that Oh, with all these rumors. I mean, that was his attitude. That is so Cause he Because he was basically just telling everybody, hey, all you people want me gone, you know. Jersey. Screw you.
1: It's like right. uh, what we just saw with Otani. His dog had a name that yep. he wouldn't say. Meanwhile, Danny, he's like, yeah.
2: Yeah, Jersey. <laughs> I don't think the dog's what? name was actually Jersey. I think he just wanted to make a point just to, you know, get people fired up. <laughs> Give him a podcast. Great call, John. Yeah.
1: Speaking of dogs, Jack, can you start just bringing That's Reggie yeah, on? I, I know I'm
0: behind. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I can. He's upstairs. I could bring him down if you want to now. I'm Sorry, I know my internet is choppy, but I was just going to say another thought on that is just that, man, with all that stuff, like, he couldn't – it would not have worked here, John, unless he won. And when he stopped yes. winning is when all it hit the fan pretty quickly, and it always would have. He had no margin for error. For his time here, yeah, um, and I'm not mean, go- not not talking about going to Final Fours, but they were a perennial NCAA tournament team there for for the early to mid '90s. Mm-hmm. And like, had he not been, that thing would have crashed and burned earlier. For the things you know that you're, well, that it's, we're it's saying. a lot of and, the
2: same stuff that wore Bo Pelini out, yeah, or wore Pelini out with a lot of the fans. Uh, the difference was, Neat was a hell of a lot more entertaining, <laughs> yeah, and there was yeah. an endearing it, quality to him that was just like you know. Right, this guys, got an attitude. I like. He was it. just,
0: yeah. He was kind of a salesman too, which Pelini did oh, big wasn't time at all. Oh so, yeah. Well, yeah. He and along loves lines. doing
1: the coaches show. And and, and speaking oh, of salesman, you coaches. know, recruiting obviously. Adam texts in. he says he had seven players go on and play in the NBA and twenty plus go play professionally overseas. The talent he brought through NU and his span was blue blood like, albeit they were cheating. Lol. Pretty incredible if you think about it. Nebraska's had one player in the NBA in the twenty four years since. Is it just
2: Roby? No. More than that, more than that. Uh, Palmer, pa- didn't Palmer get in? Palmer's played in the NBA, right? Jpj.
0: Well, I mean, who, or, what era are you talking about? Delano Banton playing? Yeah, in the yeah, NBA? yeah.
1: He was Obviously. okay, so maybe a so few more. Of, than but that. they yeah. did have a lot back then too. Yeah. Yeah. All
2: right. Well, your internet's starting to flake out on right. us, so it's I know. probably right. our cue right. to go. Right. So, bye, Jack. Go. Jack Mitchell, ladies bye, and gentlemen, K L I N. Be back after this on sixteen twenty the zone.